The CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have four convenient locations, U District, Capitol Hill, Wallingford, and Federal Way. Stop by for tacos, burritos, tamales, and enchiladas. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. I think it's number 12, but Danny's not here to verify. I don't know where Danny is. Last I heard, he was out hiking. He's a hiker, full on gear up in the mountain somewhere. Haven't heard from him since. Hopefully he's okay. This has been weeks. Weeks. I mean, he may be just a carcass being pecked on by a vulture. Are there vultures in Washington State? Gotta be. There has to be. So hopefully Dan is alive. Uh, Dan, if you're listening to this, you should probably, you know, let me know that you've come back from the mountain. He might come back with like a full beard and two tablets. That's fine. That would be that would be an interesting friend to have. I mean, you're assuming something's on these tablets, right? Right. <laughs> Did he come down with some amazing wisdom? Or just iPads. <laughs> so I I just confer I I just confirmed by turning my head and yes, we're on podcast number twelve. Thank you for listening. I gotta tell people before we really get started to subscribe to the podcast, rate it. Give it five stars. I'm not horrible. Cinco. I mean, I've already been told by at least three people. Today. Uh, in the past few weeks. Actually, I'm sorry. At least three people have quoted me back to myself. Oh. And that's pretty cool. To say, hey, I was listening to you. And then, then you said this. And then later on, they threw the quote back at me in a funny situation that's nice i thought hey that's goal right i mean if your if your goal is to just have a cycle of listening to yourself hey i do listening i do listen to these afterwards and i laugh as hard the second time as i did the first time that sounds like you (laughs) (laughs) this is where danny would say that i may have an ego problem but I don't really think I do. No, you're just uh, full of yourself. Nah. Super confident. But not like in a douchebaggy way. They never are. Mm. Never. <laughs> it's always for the greater good. <laughs> no. There are some that are mega douchebag. I don't think I'm on the annoying douchebag. I want nothing to do with you. Well, it's only Thursday, so it's only Thursday. So, if you're wondering who this mysterious, sultry, uh, Billy D. Williams-sounding co-host I have today, I brought on my buddy Steve. What's up, Steve? Hey, Carlos. So, I brought Steve on because uh, we have probably the most liveliest conversations out of any of my buddies. Stupendously lively. Just lively. Uh, It's almost like British Parliament. Close. (laughs) It's close. And that's just, it's fun. It can be fun. No wigs, though. No wigs yet. Yeah. That might be something we should incorporate. Well, well, when we get up, you know, the the camera in here. Right. Well, even when we're just like out hanging out and then we start a conversation, we can be Steve. We can only continue this conversation if we bring out the wigs. Powdered wigs. 
<laughs> so someone needs to be in charge of carrying these wigs around. Carlos, <laughs> it's you. I, I figure we'd fit right in. Uh, no one would bat an eyelash. None. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think either. We would probably act like, where'd you get those wigs? <laughs> <laughs> They're well made. Georgetown? <laughs> so I asked my buddy Steve to come. Um, Steve, do you want to do a little? He's my buddy Steve. I've known him for a year. Almost to the day. Almost to the day. Oh, it is almost to the day. Uh huh. He was, when I met him the first time, he looked really, really sad sitting at the end of a bar. I was in the middle, but the rest is accurate. <laughs> Pretty close. I have certain liberties when I tell these stories. Have at it. <laughs> but you were engaged in a rather uh, in-depth conversation of whiskeys, bourbons. Yeah, that was with the bartender uh, at the time. And I was just curious because he seemed to know a lot about whiskey and I didn't. I just drink them. Mm. So I'd like to sort of stroke his ego. And ah, there you he's, go. He's like, hey. Did he know, have a beard? Yeah. Yeah, he was one of those. He's one of one of those. Uh, super uh, skinny. I mean. Thin black tie, white shirt, vest. I don't, I mean, I don't remember. Sure. Yes. Long hair. All correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, he wanted. It was like uh, someone just was in his wheelhouse, and he was just dying to talk about the different whiskeys and how they're made and what goes into them. And I was like, sure, let's tell and me you more. You are the uh, very eager, eager uh, patron that sure. wanted to impress. Well, no. Well, I I just like information, so I was curious and uh he seemed ready to uh uh give it to you to invest yeah and so yeah so i learned a lot about whiskeys and bourbons at that particular bar do you are you still drinking the whiskeys and the bourbons no i settled on the ones but i tried a lot when i was there different ones mm. uh all these different i i honestly forget the names but some of you know However, they were differently made. I'd go on a different day and, and try I'd try something one. else. Yeah. I like the this Japanese brand. I don't know what it's called. Osaki? I don't know. Okay. There's a few. That was close. I like that one. My buddy uh, David brought over a bottle of that a while ago, like half of it, and we drank it all. And then another buddy in Mexico got me a bottle. But I don't think Mexico's known for their bourbon. Or their scotch or their whiskey. What is Mexico, Mexico known for? I don't know. Mm. Tacos? I, mm. Weather? Nice Sa weather. The beach? Sand? Um, a place where a presidential nominee can give thank you bags to their voters. That's what they did in the last election. One of them gave... It had a bag of rice, a can of bouillon cubes, the equivalent of 20 bucks, right, and a bag of beans. And condoms. <laughs> and a little thank you card for voting for that particular party. Now, how did, how did they actually receive them? Are they sent in the mail? Or no, once, they hand them out. So once you go to their local polling place or no, just L uh, place. volunteers or staffers just go to but the poor they, areas. But how do they know that they voted for them? Are just handing them out to everyone? Well, they're that seems flawed. You're buying your. I mean, the people are poor, so they're like, "Hey, this dude just gave me two days worth of groceries. I'm going to vote for him." Oh, so this was 
in, this was before they voted. Yeah. I mean, this is like really sweetening the deal. Hey. Yeah. You should vote for me. Like they're literally giving Here's cash, dinner. beans, and rice, and bullion cubes. I mean, I like to. I'd like to believe I still you know, voted if for Hillary who I Clinton had to. given me twenty bucks. I doubt that. And a you know a bag of tortillas. Mm, one bag. And some hot sauce. Yes. <laughs> the hottest sauce. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> I feel like because you're you're for sale, obviously. Hey. But I feel like even if I would would have been given a bag, were I a Mexican citizen, a poor Mexican citizen who would have relied on that bag of rice, tamales, and condoms. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have still voted for the who other I wanted way. to vote for. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. not even the other way, but... Or just... Whoever. Like, this is great, but no, my vote's well, not for sale. Well, you're injecting critical thinking skills here, which... Well, no, I might be hungry, but my vote is worth more than this bag of condoms. Well, I think that that dude lost. Get so out. No, he didn't. He I think won. he did. Not no. the dude who tried to buy the votes. Yeah. Because the dude who tried to buy the votes was the the incumbent party, I believe. Right. He had the money already. He was like, yeah. I'm going to But he didn't you. win. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. The other dude won. That seems wrong. <laughs> the other dude won. Well, no, you just you're just talking about how powerful it is. Hey, this is a bag of rice and all this stuff. Well, he just to it buy was your an vote, and, and Mexicans like Mexicans go. Wait a minute, no, <laughs> no, we want no. I'll thank you for the rice, but I'm going to vote for the I other. I think guy. it's what they did. I'm pretty sure that the incumbent party did not win. So there's like this is a whole country full of Steves. They will. T- <laughs> I will take your food and your gift. I will not vote for that's that's super disingenuous. You know, I, you shouldn't do that. You're right. Well, I, either way, probably well, no. not the best thing. Well, no, it's 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 not. But here's just, the real question: Is that what would Trump or Bernie Sanders give to their supposed constituents to the two people? To like, vote what for would, them again? What would let's say what would be in a Bernie Sanders vote? Please vote for me gift bag. Now that's a podcast <laughs> question. If I ever heard it, good God, it would be a coupon for Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Oh, is he from? Is that Vermont? Yeah. Oh, oh good reference. <laughs> but that's the best reference you have. That is everything else. And Birkenstocks. Is going, everything else is downhill after that reference. Half off Birkenstocks. You have, you have nothing else <laughs> to, to tie Bernie Sanders. To Cheese. His, no, because because uh, his his constituency is uh is not just from Vermont. There are people who are well. No, but he would want to uh, rep the best from Vermont. No, he's got to go national. Because I don't want national. any ice cream. Get out of here. <laughs> I want sandals like I'm in Seattle. And before that, it was a perfect place for sandals. Get out! No, it is, but it's not. It shouldn't people be. People wear it, but stop. Like, put shoes on. That's true. Uh, you know, that's funny that you were even mentioning this because you're not from Seattle. No. Because back to uh, circling back around to when we first met. I thought we were going with the I know. Bernie Sanders grab bag. Well, we, uh, we, I need to stew on that a little bit more. Well, no, but that was just going to be random. It was going to be fun. <laughs> you don't want to do this? Because I'm not going to want to do it later. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So so you've got ice cream, assuming it's not going to melt, but let's not be realistic. Well, the gift card. Oh, a gift card. Right. Gift card to go the into your card. local uh, supermarket. Which, yeah. Get Ben and Jerry's. Uh, what would it be? Um, what's he known for? Is he, He's a yeller, right? He yells a lot. So maybe a... Well, he's like 
crazy grandpa yelling. He is grandpa. Oh, so maybe it's like for senior citizens too. Because you know what he had? He had a lot of uh, young people voting for him. Because, right. Well, because he was telling them, you deserve everything for free. Okay. Which is not unlike the bag of rice. True. For free. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to give you shit for free. Uh so let's say let's say he's got like uh, maybe like Ben Gay, like a little like sample size of Ben Gay. Uh, maybe he's got like Ben Gay a, and ice cream. <laughs> that's it. Ben Gay and ice cream. Vote for me. Well, Bernie twenty twenty. That's. Oh, I think that would have taken him over. Ben Gay, Ben Jerry, Ben Jerry. <laughs> oh, but there needs to be one more. Things need to come in three. So it needs that's, to be Ben Gay, Ben and Jerry's. I'm having I'm having trouble remembering what the tentpole stuff of his campaign like what made him so popular. I never listened to a speech that he gave. I don't think he just sounds like a crazy old man. That's not that's 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 but that's irrelevant. But I'm saying like he what, wore poor bad suits, never combed his hair. They were always wrinkled. His suits always, were always wrinkled. wrinkled. He always looked disheveled. Oh, so maybe like a like a makeover, a, a dry cleaning <laughs> ticket. Ah, yes. <laughs> a fr- <laughs> like uh, ten dollars off dry cleaning. Ten dollars off dry. That's a lot of dry cleaning. Ten dollars. I know. That's like uh, it's like four shirts. Yeah, college shirts. <clears throat> um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it it. So what would what would a Trump grab bag, uh, thank you bag look like? Oh, this is gonna oh go. oh that's so easy. It would it would be a art of the deal book steak. Trump steak. Trump's a gift <laughs> gift certificate to Trump steak. No, just a steak. In just the back. a steak. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> and, and a hat. That's it. The hat. The book. The book. The book, steak, and a hat. That's that's an <laughs> afternoon right there. <laughs> They're all inside the hat. <laughs> they don't even come in a bag. Is, it's just a hat. The, is the is upside the steak down with a steak? Is the steak uh Raw. But is it in a in a pack? No, is it in no, just a slab of beef. Slab, because you should probably cook it right. That's you second. should. <laughs> you should, should absolutely get home. Don't stay at the rally. Like get home and cook that steak. No, but I mean, th- there has to be something like uh, gold plated. It would be fake gold. I know, but there's still need to like a Trump bobblehead plated oh, but, gold. No, but no, but how about how about the hat would have. Like uh, like one of those gold plated uh, things on the oh, on the front, right? A pl- like a plaque on the head, right? And it would have the make that's your bling right there, right? Ooh, that's a good idea. It'd be bronze. So a gold uh, gold colored plated, but bronze, yes. Piece that <laughs> stuck onto the hat, yes. And it would it would be uh, indented, right? That's a great idea. There why hasn't go. someone done? Why hasn't someone blinged up that hat? I'm sure it is. How come Kanye has not blinged up this hat? I feel like he wants to go understated. I don't see Kanye's not really of a blingy type of guy. I don't think he is. Have you seen his teeth? I, no. I, I remember he had uh, he had the front, not the fronts, but he but had, didn't everybody? No, but I'm saying like that's not understated. But even now, that's like that's like you know what he had. Like he doesn't do the gold chains, and he doesn't do the. I don't know. I don't see him anymore. We haven't talked in a while, but I, <laughs> but the uh, those 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 things that all the guys had those are basically like diamond mouth mouth cards. He spoke at my <laughs> Young Republicans meeting the other day. Who Kanye told us to stay strong. You had a Young Republicans <laughs> meeting. 
Since when are you young? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I, last time I saw him, he did not have the gold chains and oh, like I don't. Just thinking back, I don't think he's ever really been like that. Hasn't been part of his persona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I I only remember when he when he first got on, he had the the Rockefeller chain, and he always had really expensive clothes that he would rap about. But then I remember he did have the grill with the crazy amount of diamonds. Okay. And, th- and those grills were not like, they weren't like, I say mouthpiece, but they were functional because they actually, you could talk mm. with them. Like they were like, a, they were like dentures. Right. Like you just put them on and you could have a conversation. Be like, you got a little broccoli in your diamond. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I like the attempt. You didn't stick the landing at all, but I appreciate the effort. It's fine. So you don't believe I'm a young Republican? You're not young. Or that I don't go. <laughs> That's true. I'm not. Why? Are you well, anyway. Going to, you going to pick up like young Republican women? Yeah. <laughs> or okay. men. Either way. Or men. This is America. All right. So <clears throat> you aren't a Seattleite. Nope. You're a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And I rolled my eyes when I said that. You were looking down. Yeah, then I came back up. You were looking down deferentially. Because <laughs> you know what it is. What brought you to Seattle a year ago? A job. Not a woman? No. Usually people move for women. What kind of woman live here that I would move for? Oh, I don't know. Get out of here. This place is filled with amazing women. Yeah, it is. And Birkenstocks. It's not. Um, they don't come outside. They don't. Because, it, well, it's cold. No, they don't come outside when it's 60. They only come out when it's 60? They don't even, they come outside when it's 70. It's like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> That's my impression of all Seattle people. Attractive Seattle women that come out for two months a year. Uh, did, uh, so what's the culture shock? Did you get culture shock? Yep. What is it? It's, I mean, it's in a, it's a bunch of stuff, but. Have you gotten used to Seattle? No. No? Like, what's the biggest... So you wouldn't call... You, you don't see yourself here for a while, forever. Um, I mean, I'm I'm here now. So I, I don't plan like that. But um, I would say... I'll put it like this. I'll go... I'll leave my apartment, and there's nothing about anything that makes me go, oh, I'm in Seattle. I go, this is just any town USA. Like, this is... But you live on Capitol Hill. No, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just, okay, this is just another, you know, copy of Greenwich Village. Like, okay, cool. Like, what else is new? So you would rather step out and see? If I live someplace, like, if I lived in L.A., I go, holy shit. I walk, I'd leave my apartment. I go, huh. Because it's warm? But that's that's a trait, right? Yeah. But, I mean, and, and that's why, you know, Southern California is unique. Because Southern Californians go, man, I'm in California. It's fantastic. So the- I mean, like, you know, and, you know, the same way you would have in, you know, Chicago. You go outside in February, you go, oh, shit, this is Chicago. It's, it's yeah, freezing. but you say that in a bad way. No, but it's, it's what I'm saying. It's distinguishing about the city. Mm. I, I look around. I go outside. I go, nothing about this is unique. It's, it's bland. No, you're looking at it the wrong way. I'm looking... 
No, you can the, go outside way, in February and it's like it's not freezing. That's no, awesome. But the, but the weather was just an example of distinguish. Well, right, but that's what distinguishes it. You can be outside in August and you're not sweating your balls off. You no. can go outside in February and you're not freezing your balls it's the, off. You're 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 doubling down on the weather. I just use it as an example. I look at I go around and I look around and there's nothing unique or interesting. Not about the architecture, not about the people. I just go, you're just a bunch of people and you you're just a city. And there's nothing unique. And maybe every now and then I go, oh, okay. There's, See, this is where we would put the wigs on. There's something, right. You know what I'm going to do for this podcast? I'm going to uh, take an image. I'm going to take a picture of you and then Photoshop your face on a dude with a uh, powdered wig. I know you're talking the same language. <laughs> but I think it, it's I'm just the 180 of that because everything that you're saying Minus the people. That's everything. The people are huge. Well, no, it just takes forever is the thing. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Seattle people are a little bit weird. No, they're just... Like, re- you, Seattle people, you have to be... Although I have been here uh, 17 years. Like you, and they've, they've just started warming up to you? Is that how long it takes? Well, it's... <laughs> well, not warming up, but you... They're... They have to be treated in a certain way for you to get traction. Get out of here. It's not like you can get an, it's not like even in Chicago, like we're a conversation, you can get an immediate feel or a reaction of yay or nay of, is this person a total prick or is it like, hey, is this pretty cool? Like here, you'll get just bland that you don't really know. That's the. I mean, you work for the tourism board apparently, right? Because you're you're selling this city. That should be on it. It's it's just bland. I love the fact that it doesn't get hot. It doesn't get cold. That for the most part, people leave you alone. Like no one's going to bother you really walking down the street. I've been bothered walking down the street by homeless people. Well, they don't count. Mm. They were a person and they followed me because I didn't give them money. Aggressive, they aggressively followed you. Yeah, it almost became a thing. Did like you? Know, what I did they around. do? I said, "Fucking stop!" <laughs> so don't follow me. And were, they and they were and and where I. Where was this? It's downtown. And I and I was, I was amiable in the beginning, just like, okay, you just want to yap at me. Okay, cool. We got a few feet, and I saw they followed me. Like, All right, just let them happen. Just let it happen. Whatever they kept going, and we're talking twenty feet. I turn around, I was like, huh. I was like, "Don't fucking follow me." Huh. And this is a major street. Yeah, and this is the middle of the day. See, I don't get bothered. Okay. The other day, I was well when we met to go see the movie. Uh, I go <clears throat> to get my parking pass, so I go to the box office. Show them my ticket. I get my parking pass, put it in my car. But there were these two older white ladies in front. Go on. Like old. And they're asking about some that's the time of some movie or something. And then I they're taking too long. So my face is not that of of a smile. I'm looking at them like, okay, hurry up. Obviously, what you want is not available. Move on. 
But both of them turn around, and this is after like three or four minutes of me standing in line. They both turn around and they start asking me where theaters were, where <laughs> restaurants were, where they should go. And then I, I answer their questions and I smiled and was like, where are you from? And they're like, I don't know, wherever. Wichita. And, uh, and then I was like, enjoy your stay. Have a great evening. And then I started thinking, <laughs> aren't these types of people supposed to be scared of me? <laughs> and no. not want to interact with me no. i get that happens to me like what like the i think what how, how should i say this five to one of people who ask me questions that i can be helpful with versus the one person that bothers me which is a homeless person i was thinking that the other day and it, it i was chuckling about it because i didn't look especially friendly and these were two very old people. <laughs> I think I think you should really reassess what you consider to be uh, uh, off-putting or threatening uh, appearance, because you clearly, like your uh, your overall demeanor, is so pleasant and welcoming. Is that what it is? That even even <laughs> a, even a scowl is filled with sunshine. Maybe if I had had my beard. That would have been, this is a homeless dude. Because when I have a beard, I look like a homeless person. I doubt that. You know where there are a lot of homeless people? Seattle. A lot of them. Yep, Seattle. Uh, there's a mini home camp not too far from here. There's tents all over the place. You, say, new- you say that like it's some, you say that like that's like news. It's, they're everywhere. So where do the homeless people live in New York? Everywhere. Under the bridge? Yeah, the one bridge, yes. There's a bridge, right. It's like an episode of Law and Order. Oh, no. Under the bridge is water. Live on houseboats under the bridge. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they live everywhere. They live in the park. They live in live on the street. They sleep on sidewalk. So where, what neighborhood in New York did you live or grow up? In uh, Jamaica, Queens. Next is where 50 lived? Yes, 50 Cent, yes. That's in a song, I think, Jamaica Queens. See, I don't get... It's a lot of songs. I don't get New York uh, geography. Because what? there's boroughs. That's it. It's boroughs. I'm from the boroughs. But, so what's in a borough? Neighborhoods or cities? New York is the city. Yeah. The five boroughs make up the city. The neighborhoods are... So what's Astoria? It's a neighborhood. And... W- it's a part. I mean, it's it's a part. You could you could call it a town, if that helps. So, are there any subtowns? No. Or commonwealths or no. villages in Astoria? No. I mean, you, Astoria is a neighborhood in Queens. Um, Wait. Okay. So that's what I don't understand. Astoria is a neighborhood in Queens. Queens is a borough. So Queens is a borough, uh-huh. and then Astoria is okay. Yeah. There's nothing underneath. There's nothing sub to... So what would an address look like? Just Astoria, New York? Yeah. The only, the only place that does, um, that does the towns or the little neighborhoods is Queens. Brooklyn, everything's Brooklyn. Queens, it would be Astoria, New York, Laurelton, New York, Jamaica, New York, you know, whatever. Um, Bronx is just Bronx. Manhattan is New York, New York. Staten Island, and Staten Island actually, I think, does 
the neighborhoods, the Queens and Staten Island. I don't know. See, because I hear all of these, and I just don't, I haven't. And it's so little. Like, how can there be, how can it be divided into so many things? And it's, it's so not little. little at all. Are you crazy? What's little? The total footprint of New York. The city? Mm hmm. What? How is that little? Well, compared to, I'm saying like square footage or square mileage. It's huge. Compared to like how spread out Chicago is or how spread out LA is. That's what I'm saying. There, well, well, first off, like LA, LA is, think, people keep making LA bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure what, where L.A. begins and all these other counties begin. Like, whatever. Like, right. L.A. is sprawling, and there's there's no building up. Everything's right. spread out, which is fine. But New York City is it's a huge footprint because it's across, it's across three islands. Oh, okay. All right. I see where my mistake is. I'm only thinking of Manhattan. But Manhattan itself is, is enormous. The if that were if that were just a city, it'd be an, it'd be enormous. It's it not not a lot of space, but like you could walk end to end in Manhattan. I mean, still, it's like you're walking up a giant mountain. Yeah, because the borough is just a giant bedrock. It's a huge mountain. But so where is Central Park? Manhattan, middle of Manhattan. Okay, I think it's the biggest park in the country. Yeah, like a. Like not, it's not Yosemite. It's not a national park, right? But it's a, I guess, city park. Gotcha. Well, let me digest that for a second. Go ahead. And while we do that, let's hear from a sponsor. I'm pretty sure it's going to be for an Italian restaurant. Got it. I had their uh, beef wild no, their wild boar ragu today. How was it? It was very good. Although I had to eat it uh, hurriedly. And I ate it when it wasn't piping hot. Oh. But, I mean, I could have asked them to warm it up, but I didn't. But it was very good. Super good. So let's hear from them, and then we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Guy DeVillier. I'm the owner of That Samore Italian Cafe on top of the Mount Baker neighborhood here in Seattle. Come see us for some great standard Italian fare and specials with a little Pacific Northwest flair. We're open every night for dinner from 5 to 9 during the week and 4 to 10 on the weekends. Make a reservation by visiting thatsamoreseattle.com or give us a call at 206-322-3677. And stay tuned for future episodes of this podcast when I'll join the guys to talk about food, wine, and great Seattle eats. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> well, anyway, um, the powdered wigs are still on. This is where the lively comes in. I think. I and think, hold on. There you go. I needed that before uh, we continue. I don't know if anyone listening to this knows what that sound actually is. Oh, that, they know. that is the sound of intelligence increasing. That's right. I have a history of drinking on the show. Uh, Danny once made us fancy prickly pear margaritas, and we drank quite a few of them. 
Where is he, by the way? Is he around? I don't know. He's on a mountaintop. He must be on some, what do you call those excursions where you go for self-discovery? Danny, if you're listening, use Google Maps. He's like, he's going to come back and completely changed man. We'll see. He's going to, he's in a full intensive Buddhist retreat on some mountain. And he's on week two of a, what do you call it when you don't talk? Oh, you mean what? Uh, like with the monks who don't talk? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. It's there a, is a term for it. Vow of silence. That's what it is. <laughs> is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Steve, you're from New York. You don't, you're not, you didn't fall in love with Seattle the way that I did. <laughs> I, the only thing I like is there's no humidity. And if you're from a city with humidity, you know how. That's one of the top you, 10 things. You know what a, a mother that is. Um, <laughs> Because it just it makes everything unbearable, really bad. And if you're people, if you're someone like me that sweats, it just makes every day. I don't think I've ever seen you sweat. And there's because no humidity here. Oh, that yeah, you just said that. I did, but you're like always wearing nice shirts and pants, right? Because there's no humidity here. I'm still sweating. I think your body's adjusted, and it's and it's like all right. Now we know what it takes to get us. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm a total weather wuss now. Well, yeah. I go home to Chicago. Well, actually, I told my mom, I'm never going to come back in winter. And I'm never going to come back in summer. I'm only going to go in spring, but probably mostly just fall. Because Chicago has nice falls. It it does. uh, As someone that was there for a few years for school in that area. Um, go Northwestern. <laughs> the dogs, Wildcats. Wildcats. Cats. I was close. It's the opposite, literally. The uh, the cool thing about <laughs> uh, about that area is the fall that that time in between the scorching, sweltering <laughs> summer and the brutal, like freezing <laughs> tundra. Wind, wind tundra, right? That fall is super, super nice. Um, yeah, for about three weeks. Which is, I mean, which is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so I, I can, I totally. My parents agree. have been, like every single Mexican family, my parents have been saying for, well, they said for years and years and years, oh, we're going to move back to Mexico. We're going to move back to Mexico. And my, most of our family lives in Monterrey. Nuevo León, which is kind of like in the middle of the country. Uh-huh. And a few years ago, my mom and my dad spent a summer in Monterrey. And they came back and they said, we're not moving to Mexico because Monterrey summers are way hotter, drier, unbearable than Chicago summers. So they would rather the heat with, with, with humidity. The humidity versus the scorching dry heat of Mexico. There is something to be said about adapting and acclimating cuz cuz when I was home you you just learned I would if I if I knew it was going to be super hot I would take a towel with me. Right. You would just adapt and you just uh 
<laughs> you just like learn you learn to bear it. Right. Or you get like so I don't like it because I sweat a ton and if I have to go anywhere, I'm the one who's sweating through my shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, no one wants to be around me. It's like, why would anyone want to be around this sweaty dude? Right. So I would instead of towels, I'll just I take shirts. Like extra yeah, shirts. Just extra shirts. It's, so when I do photography jobs in the summer. I take three shirts because guaranteed I'm going to sweat through them. See, I would do the opposite. I would just take a, a brand new case of powder. <laughs> it, <laughs> and just it, douse myself. It doesn't work for me. Powder? Yeah. You're crazy. Does not work. I'll get you some good powder. What's good powder? The stuff we put on the wigs. <laughs> You'll see. I have uh, cornstarch. Soak no. it all up. Ugh. Hey, I don't want to have to eat it. I don't want to make a. Uh, What's that French term when you put cornstarch into anything to thinking up a sauce? I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't want to make that in my pants. Oh, no, it'll be on your back, too. Ugh, that just sounds, that sounds like that episode of Friends when Ross has the leather pants and he's trying to get them off because he sweat, he was sweating a ton. I think I saw that episode. <laughs> that that sounds like something they would do. The, the premise itself sounds like season six or something. Yeah. Like, let's put Ross in leather pants. Leather pants. And then have this whole scene when he's in the bathroom talking to Joey about how to take them off. He's like, put powder in them. But then it just turned into like dough. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. The the powder cakes up. Yeah. So I don't want that going on. Down oh, there. no. But you get, I'll give you the good part. Actually... So, so there's two. So there's baby powder, which is super that gives you cancer delicate. in the cervix. Of course it does. So, so there's there's a baby powder which is super like sweet smelling and like delicate and like one wonderful. Yeah. And actually, the one of the tricks that I got from uh from being a kid is that you put the powder in your shoes, uh-huh. so that during the summer, like we would go outside with like no socks on, or sometimes yeah. you powdering your socks. And it would just keep your feet cool, but keep your body cool. Well, I do that. I do the, uh, what's the name of that? F- powder. Talcum powder? No, but the particular brand. Oh, Gold Bond. Yeah. I put Gold Bond on the shoes. Are they a sponsor here? They should be. Like, get out of here. With that. <laughs> they should be. So there's better. Johnson and are, Johnson. You, are you saying there's better powder than Gold Bond? The, well, Goldbond is the cornstarch one. I, I have used uh, – there, there's another one, actually. I forget the name of it. But Johnson & Johnson is the baby powder. We're super soft. And th- there's one that's not Goldbond. I said it like eight times. Pay us, Goldbond. Goldbond. <laughs> Goldbond. So <laughs> there's another one that's super strong. It's cornstarch. It just, it just like, soaks up all the sweat. However, you do have the, the powder line coming out of your, your shirt <laughs> – it looks like you've got smoke coming out. Well, I think Your that is all white. That only works if you have a concentrated area where you sweat. I do. Right. That's I don't. Oh. I sweat equally from every pore in my body. Oh. It's I, I sweat the same from my forehead as I do in my chest, as I do in my belly, as I do in my back, as I do in my feet. You want to hear something gross? <clears throat> of course you do. Listen up, ladies. So working out. When I was mega into the working out and I was uh, skinnier because I haven't worked out this hard in a really long time. After my workout, I would take my shoes and socks off and would be able to wring my socks. And a quarter, okay, an eighth of a cup 
would just come out of my from each sock. Go bomb. And then not to mention the underpants. Go bomb. And <laughs> and the performance uh leggings I would wear. So I sweat the same Under Armour. Every single <laughs> I can't afford Under Armour. I, I use I buy uh, a brand called Tesla. Okay. Eight bucks Amazon. Oh, you mean the you mean the, the tights? Yeah. No, this like they have all they all make the same. Like that technology is like, you know, open source now. Well, the cheapest one no, is ch- Tesla. Champion's really cheap. Is it? Yeah. Is it eight bucks? Around that. Mm. Well, Champion. They pay. They sponsor Canelo. Okay. So that that must be working. If it's good year, if it's good enough for Canelo, it's good enough for everyone. It's good enough for me. So that's why I don't bother too much with the powder because I would literally have to roll around in it to cover every inch of my body. Otherwise, forget I'm it. listening. Because what would happen is if I put it on my chest or on my back, my head and neck are going to compensate. And it's I'm, it's going to end with the same result. I feel like I can't believe anything you say until I see well, we should go to the gym. Yeah, that gym is uh, the one um, with Seattle Boxing Gym. No, Arcaro. Okay. Arcaro. They are both On warm. Jefferson. Yeah, live right over. No, Arcaro is an overall nicer place to go because you get sunlight. <laughs> Imagine that. It's not a, it's, you don't get them. I mean, and if you want like a, I don't know, like it, it, it's, it's nicer. I like the sunlight. It's above ground. It's above. You don't get that musky basement, that musky basement, but which is uh, some people really, really dig. But like, like sometimes you don't want that. Well, in the basement, that's where you earn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that was like all body. I've worked out at a few dungeon gyms and basements, but for your normal workout, I know Kara's really nice. Uh, no. So when she. When I work out with Coach Trish, she does this thing called functional patterns. And the whole purpose of functional patterns is to be aligned. Shoulders, hips, knees, ankles. To be aligned in every single position. So she does this whole analysis of how you walk, how you climb stairs, how you sit. And then she looks to where you're leaning or tilted or off center. And then she'll do exercises for you to know what it's like to be centered. And then that keep that thought process through your head. Right. And I've trained with her for two months, maybe three months. And it shows. (laughs) Well, actually what it has done 100% is alleviated pain in my knee because now when I, walk or climb upstairs or have to stand for a long period of time or kick a cat or kick a cat my knee doesn't hurt as much as it did i don't wake up with for a while before i was going to cut to to coach trish i would wake up that first step would kill my knee like i would just feel like no pain because i'm sleeping to okay there's that knee pain i don't get that anymore either Mm-hmm. I just need to translate that into using that lack of pain to work out for real. Then I'll, then it'll be 
a more complete testimonial because my testimonial right now is not ideal. Well, anyway. Baby steps. So when we do a workout, I barely move. Like she does these things with me where I'm standing, I'm supposed to be in complete alignment, and then I'm going to move my leg or I'm going to move my shoulders. But in very small, calculated, controlled ways. And in 20 minutes, my shirt is completely soaked and it's gone through to my hoodie from sweat, from moving very, very, very little. Now, does that have anything to do with your current, like, like your conditioning? No, it's always been that way. When I was a kid, I mean, every kid got teased. But I got teased because when we were like at basketball practice, five minutes into basketball practice, I'm soaked in sweat. Well, that's because you're putting in the work. <laughs> and, and they would tease me about how much I would sweat. And I was like, like don't you get like I, I remember thinking as a kid, there's worse things to be teased about. <laughs> You're just teasing me about how much I sweat. Right. Uh, but no, it's just always been that way. I've always, even when I'm in shape and am not obese, I am really good at sweating. The only time I don't care about it is when I go to Mexico. When I go to Mexico, it doesn't matter. Because all Mexicans sweat? Because everyone is on the same boat. Yeah, pretty much everyone is wet. Because mostly the people we hang out with are transplants there or expats. So everyone is hot. Everyone is sweating. I'm not the I'm not the outlier here. I'm not the only one who is sweating a ton. Sure. So I don't I don't care anymore. And plus I'm always wearing some like a jersey or a tank top or something. So it doesn't it's not like I'm in a polo. A LeBron jersey? Yeah. Ugh. Purple and gold. <laughs> Did we already talk about that? Oh, no, before we did. It, it felt like, no, but we haven't talked about it. No, not since we started. See, he says, look, he teases. See, you you are my bully. No, I'm not. You're bullying me with. I'm just rational. Your accolades of LeBron. No, I'm stating fact. I don't give a shit. This is an, an, I know it bothers this is an anti-bully show. Except for Dan. He's learning. I don't know. He's he's in uh, being one with nature. Good. (laughs) If he listens to this. North Star. Look for the North Star. That's right. And then go the other way. So how can, how does that work? North Star. No, an East Coaster who likes LeBron. Oh, well, well, you've got me wrong because I don't care. I know it bothers you. Oh, I see. Understand what the purpose of that is. Okay. I recognize how excellent he is, and I go, oh, he's pretty fucking fantastic. And that's what it is. He's not top five. Top five what? Uh, I would not. Are we really going to do this? Are we really going to get into this? Yeah, we've got. Because you're going to start sweating. We've got 20 minutes. Because I really got an open and shut case. I'll give us 20 minutes. You can. I don't need that much. All right, go ahead. I'll let you go first. Uh, I would tell you whatever irrational 
concerns or fears you have about LeBron James are so incredibly stupid and unfounded. And I know that you do it as shtick. No, I thought you were going to tell me why he's best. I know. I'm, I'm getting into that. Oh, okay. Um, but I know it's shtick, but I know there's some truth there. But no, it's not shtick. It's, it's, it's real. It's shtick. It's genuine. It's shtick. I have not but, seen one minute of Laker ball this year. That's I had watched quite a few games last season and the season before. Laker games? Yeah. Okay. Well, so the ones that it could. You're just protesting. Yeah. All right. And they're going to miss you. Mm. They can feel it. Yeah. They have meetings about you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Graphs. Uh, but the the debate, which is so stupid because you are a fan of Michael Jordan, which whatever. It's your favorite player. Everyone, most people's favorite player. And that's fine. And, and the debate is always you've got to pick a side. Are you with one or are you with the other? And I would tell you logically and super intelligently that it's not even about two two of them, because they neither of them is the best player ever. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and it's not close. It's not even close. The de- because the debate is because they're similar because he's a small forward, Jordan shooting guard, right? So you go the same rough body type, same roughly same style, whatever it is, right? Okay, fine. Who's the best of that type? But the best player ever is easily Kareem. He's got six titles, six MVPs, 19 All-Stars, three college championships, would have won four but couldn't play as a freshman, and two high school national championships. Like, what are we talking about? We're not talking about anything. But Jordan has most of what you just said. At Pound Memorial, New York, Manhattan. It's not there anymore. No. No, like, he has the six championships. He has the six MVPs. It's, it's, but it's, it's not even close. Look, look at, look at Kareem's career. We well, played until he was fifty three years old. But um, you want to hold that against him? Well, no, I'm just saying he won a championship when it, he was like the Lakers don't have those titles without him. That's tough to say. They don't. Mm. Every here, here's of course it's tough to say, but you know what I'll say? All five of them didn't. He was on every team, and he won a title with Oscar Robinson just for good measure, just to fuck around <laughs> in Milwaukee of all places. Oh, because I wouldn't win a title. I'm just gonna win one here, and that'll be it. Was that at the end? No, that was his first one in Milwaukee. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I, and then and then he's, and then he's I like, have to be reserved here because I don't know. Kareem stats that oh you mean leading score ever go yeah that's it <laughs> what else <laughs> the only reason Malone passed Jordan because Malone kept playing and Jordan sucked at the end yeah he did and he took two years off whatever yeah. so I don't count the who cares uh, who cares Washington days what but he took two years off in his prime okay fine he might have won eight probably wouldn't have but because that's a lot of that's a lot of games to play in a row like years in a row, but there's real the, the debate is really about who's second. That's it. And and just and just so we're clear, because I because I know I know a lot of people because it's 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 like a it's an easy conversation to have, but it, it's also lazy. Just if you're a basketball fan, to gloss over this guy who's the greatest at his position. 
the most unstoppable move ever, and effortlessly dominated for 20 years. Like, across, and that's the NBA. He dominated in college and high school. Like, easily. And he didn't have a peer. Mm. He didn't have a peer. There wasn't a debate. It's like, Chris Kareem. And all the Magic's titles came with Kareem on the court. And if Kareem wasn't there... I put this in the same argument as the people who say Bill Russell was the best. That's a lazy argument. I'm putting them in the same boat. No, you can't. <clears throat> or Bob Cousy. No, that's lazy and and just stupid. But it's it's, it's it not. happens. It's not because because you're you're talking you're talking about we're talking about players. You're saying Bill Russell because he got eleven championships. Because if because if you're grading by championships, no one's beating Bill Russell yeah. ever. But but that's the argument that gets made with LeBron Jordan, right? It's it's like selective amnesia, right? Well, well you're judging, I don't do that. You're judging, of course you do, because you go LeBron. That is part of three, it, of course. But a big, but but again, if you're going to make that argument, you've got to have Bill Russell in the argument in the conversation, right? But you don't, because you go, well, he wasn't the best player on his team. All right, so let's just, just pose this oh, question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And he just did one thing, and he was the pillar because he had all those different people coming in over the course of like 15 years. Yeah, and they won 11. He won 13. Well, no, he won. Th- he won two as a coach, right? He was a player coach. Whatever it is. He's got a ton of fucking champions. More than more championships than fingers. Yeah. So if you want to say fine, championships matter a little bit, fine. Then I'll say scoring. And I'll say blocks. I'll say rebounds. Like, and then I'll go, Magic wouldn't have any of those. They could not have beat the Celtics in the 80s without Kareem. The Celtics were ridiculous. How, the Celtics won. How many three scoring titles does Kareem have? Uh, Because that's a big question. What is that? You're, so, you, so you're going to say, if you score the most, and you're going to count the years when Jordan was on bad teams for the scoring titles, right? Yeah. Well, as a as a as a stat. But then, but then it's just well, then you're just compiling numbers. You, you, your team's not well winning. because obviously it's not about championships because Robert Ori has seven, a bunch. He's got seven. On three different teams. Yeah, and he's not anywhere near this conversation. Right. So, so how much? So how much are you weighing? And this is the thing: how much are you weighing all of these different factors? Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm putting everything in, and I've got all my chips in the middle. I say, beat Kareem. You can say Bob Cousy, but Russell—that's lazy and like ridiculous because you're not even counting. Bob Cousy was part of a great team. He was never the best player on that team. Kareem is the best player on every team he played on. Yeah. Over 25 years. See, and that that's where I'm having the issue because you're tallying up lots of good seasons versus Jordan's less seasons, but they were fantastic. They were record-breaking. Record-breaking? Wow. Just, just- Name them. Name you saying Jordan Cease was record break. I'm saying what what did he, what records did he break? He had six scoring titles in a row. Okay. He had two gold medals. He led his team in rebounds and steals many years. Okay. So the 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 point here is that. 
That sounds like you're just compiling too. If right over a shorter period of time, mm. you want like if, if Kareem you want, was a really really good player for half of his career, mm. and then just kept on cashing those paychecks for the other half of his career. Man, you got to go back. I, I would. I would. Tell, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I would tell you. Um, he just played forever. Hold on. Hold on. I would tell you that. I mean, and so do a lot of players who can, and that's not their fault that they can still play at a high level. But I would tell you, go look at his numbers. And and actually, if you want to actually look at the numbers on those Laker teams, right? Yeah. Go look at how the scoring was distributed. And that's a very different NBA in the 80s, right? Right. Very different NBA. The Lakers were always one of the top teams in scoring with like with like Denver and like uh, Milwaukee and Boston, like scoring a ton of points. And those ton of points might have been like, 110 points a game, right? Yeah. Different NBA, right? And no one's focused on the three-point shot, like whatever. It was inside-out basketball. Go look at those numbers. He was always leading the team in scoring with, like, four Hall of Famers. It was, like, him, Bob McAdoo, Magic Johnson, like, James Worthy. Like, what's he he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? Well, because he was so distributed... None of those needed to stand out as a scorer. You're just you're working backwards. Well, no, you're. It's. I hear what you're saying, but what you're saying is that he was on a well balanced team that no one particular person needed to score thirty points a game. Yeah, right. So that makes you part of a well put together team. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the point here. That makes you... What, but what is your point? Kareem's got more points than Jordan. That you were part of a well-put-together team for a really long time. So were the Bulls. Okay. Well, n- because of how the NBA changed from... When did Kareem start playing? In the 60s? Yeah. So because of how Early different 70s. the league was, <clears throat> especially starting in the 90s, I mean, that's when you started getting all these people moving around that you weren't going to get. It's like, who can you say now that are well put together teams that have lasted a while? It's like San Antonio. They're at the end. They, they're it's at the end. They're done. They're done. It was it was San Antonio, Chicago? I'm trying to think of another good team that kept it. What? But what's what's the length of time we're talking about? Two years, three years, what are we talking well, about? Well, 10 years, really. Well, that, that because mean. Chicago was eight years minus two for Jordan. San Antonio's no, but more than 10 years. You're saying 10 years and San Antonio was the last team. Right. And they'll never be that way again. Yeah. So now it's the put a team together for a year or two. But why are we, why are we going here? Because Jordan and Kareem were the benefactors of that. That's why it's so hard to do something similar now, because now you have to be a good-ish team, and then you have a marquee dude, or even not so good. The Lakers were horrible the last few years, and they like. Do do you think LeBron thinks he's going to win in L.A.? Absolutely. You think he's going to win a title in L.A.? Yep. But you think he thinks? But do you think he's going to win? I think he will. Oh no, freaking way! Absolutely. Not even close. With Oh, who? What's the ball kid? Lonzo. Lonzo. Yep. Mm. 
I no, they're not gonna. That team's not gonna stay the way it is. <clears throat> How this is LeBron's what year in the league? Eleven. No, this is like he's his fifteenth year. How much longer do you think he's gonna play at? But we'll just say the current level. Oh, I, I think he'll. You say uh, like twenty five points a game. Mm. I think he can play this way until he wants to. What? Because he he's he's in disgustingly great shape, yeah. and still, and See, his in and what he's learned is that he doesn't have he. he it's in spurts. So all those guys, when they get in their thirties, they realize how many bullets they have in a chamber, and they go, "It's it's like it's it's like a pitcher, right?" Yeah. You go, "Hey, I've I've got I know, and you've done it long enough, right? So you know this is what my body can do. Yeah. If I got it, if I need to put it here, I can put it here. I've got some left over here. Over the course of a six to eight month season, those guys know how to pace themselves. The and that's why the Warriors don't give a shit. That's why LeBron doesn't give a shit. That's why Houston last year came out the gate because they had something to prove, right? The, the Warriors like, yeah, we, you can have the best record. Go ahead. Like, they don't care because they paced themselves for the playoffs because yeah. the season's so long. And these, guys, and these guys that are, you know, Stephen Curry's 30. You know, Durant's going to be 30. Like, those guys have been in the league a long time. No. So even... Even those guys, which are sort of like pseudo veterans, like they are veterans, but like they're not 33, 34, 15 years like LeBron, they wait and they'd save it. So the so the, the great seasons, no one's gonna give a shit about MVP the way they used to. They're like they're like you can have MVP. Like, go ahead. Like it's for the playoffs. Like get those stats. Like Westbrook, go get go get your MVP, go get your triple double. Doesn't matter. You're going out first round. Goodbye. I don't have any basketball passion anymore because it's really hard to have these conversations about current, current NBA because it was so different in the eighties, nineties, early two thousands. I wouldn't even say you, you're, you're roughly, you're around my age. So I was a Knicks fan when you used to be a Bulls fan, Fairweather. And uh, that was the NBA that I used to love because that NBA, not just because it was physical, but because every game seemed to matter. Yeah. And even the regular season stuff, I could still hear the NBA and NBC, you know, the John Test. Yeah. Right. Like I want to see Ahmad Rashad. Right. Like the games mattered and the regular season guys didn't take off. Like LeBron takes off. These guys, they sit out. They're in tip peak physical condition. Yeah. But they rest. Like for what are you resting for? Yeah. I mean, he played every game last season, but a lot of these guys were just like, oh, it's, you know, I guess rest. Like like coach, you know, they too many minutes. Right, they they hurt their their ankle or, you know, their hip, and they just yeah. went. Oh, I just want to rest. Guys played through that, and that was really enjoyable. And I know we sound like old fogies at this point, but but it's true. But I I enjoy the NBA in a different way 
because, you know, my Pat Riley Knicks when I was a kid and still really gave a shit. But um, but now regular seasons. It doesn't one, matter. Even though all, like the all, also last season. Matter. Last season, I caught a game. I don't know who was who Cleveland was playing. Wait, did LeBron play for Cleveland last season, right? He did. Okay. So I caught a game, the end of a game, and Cleveland was down maybe eight, ten points with four minutes left. LeBron sat out for the referee. He the announcer was like, Well, that's it for today for LeBron. He's uh, you sure it was four minutes. Yeah. There was a lot of time. Positive. Four minutes. Four minutes. That's why it sticks out in my memory. I mean, that sounds like something you'd make up. No, that's true. You'd exaggerate. I I mentioned it like I made a huge stink about it because it was on when Lori was on. That sounds like And Lori rolled her eyes at me because she doesn't care. That sounds like her But there was tons of time left and he was done. He took himself out. Well, I don't know what he did or if he took himself or the coach took him out but whatever. But he sat down and... I just, that, I mean, that's, it was like, I, that's, I'm done with basketball. It's, it's, there's no, there's no point to it anymore. It's like, you're talking about these dudes who are in tip top shape, but don't know what a real foul is. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's soccer. <laughs> it's like, I mean, even, uh, so we, we are roughly the same, but so, I mean, the best playoff, the best playoff, uh, seven game stretch of all time is 92 Eastern Conference semifinals Bulls and Knicks where Knicks just hammered every single time a bull got the ball Starks would slap Oakley would knock down Mason Mason Queens Throw elbows. Gardens. Ewing just knocking people down. Oh, Ewing was the pussy of that group. <laughs> he, he, he don't want any part I of mean, him. Jordan, there's so many Ewing Jordan posters out there. Oh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I, I never liked Ewing. But the that team was co- – I mean, and, the, and that, that Knicks team won three years, won like 50, at least 58. It was the number two seed like every year, yeah. like three years in a row, that 91, 92, 93 – when they got Derek Harper um, and Greg Anthony was on the bench and they traded Mark Jackson, I think, to the Clippers. And they had a team that was talent deficient. They were not scores. They were not um, super athletic. They were a really, really tough, really strong, like really like strong-willed team. And... Pat Riley said, okay, we're not going to outscore you, but we're going to fuck we're you up. We're just going to beat you up. Right. And they were even tougher than the Pistons, I think. Oh, the Pistons were pussies. Because the Pistons were doing it for show. Like, the like the Pistons had so much more talent. Like, you have Isaiah and Dumas, right? Yeah. You got more talent than the Knicks ever had. Yeah. I mean, and, and those guys, you know, took four years to get through the Bulls. And you do, I mean, oh, Pistons no, they, had. The, the Celtics, excuse me. This, the Bulls took four years to get through the Pistons. Yeah. But um, but you had a team where Pat Riley goes, yeah, we, we got no shot. We got to slow the game down. <laughs> Ewing will protect you. That's how I play basketball. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, it was like hockey, right? 
because you had you had the goons, you had got it was just hey Ewing like do your little you know baseline you know jump shot. We won't get you dirty. We'll get all the rebounds. You come in for an occasional dunk, and we'll run the offense through you. Right, like you'll face up. You won't pose like it'll just be. You know, you score. We'll score ninety three. You'll score eighty seven. Yeah, and that was really cool because it was intense. Yeah, and not See, just, that's- not just because it was football on a basketball court, but if I mean, it looks grotesque to in comparison to the NBA now. Well, that's what I judge it on. That's why I don't like it. Well, it's been such a long time since I've seen a whole game. I don't even remember the last full game that I've seen. I don't know what players are good now, <laughs> who's where. Like the other day I saw this dude named I don't even know what his name is, but and the only reason I know him is because they made a I like watching this show called uh, Tanked where these two dudes out of Florida they build these amazing fish tanks. Okay. And they built a fish tank for this dude who's famous for a unibrow. Oh, uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, so supposedly he's good. Oh, he's like the second. <clears throat> he's the second best player. Yeah, it's like I have no idea. So I've been. And com- he's from fucking Chicago. You should know that. <laughs> I'm completely out of the loop when it, I stopped the the last. I really, really, truly stopped paying attention to the NBA when Kobe retired. Oh, he's so old. Oh, because he's, he's Jordan Light? He was my second favorite. He's Jordan Light? Maybe. Literally. I like him still. That's gross. <laughs> there's no... There's it's this, you know, the the, wor- <laughs> the fucking worst thing about him, whatever. Not, not that he raped the woman. Whatever. Have at it, everyone. By, by the way, just if we're, on that, if we're on that subject, that year at the Academy Awards, when he won, that was like the Me Too year. Yeah. And everyone was like, hey, Harvey Weinstein, all this stuff. Kobe got an Academy Award. He raped a woman in Colorado. Everyone's okay with that? It's the same fucking thing. He actually went to court. Harvey Weinstein was just like hearsay. Yeah. Kobe was in and court. Might, this might woman was off. like, this woman was like, hey, this guy raped me. He was in court going to the playoffs. He was in court in Eagle, Colorado. And after the court, he flew to the playoff game in LA on a jet <laughs> from being accused of rape. And everyone's like, here's an Oscar. It was cool. Whatever. But <laughs> it's just, I, that, that's like that selective amnesia you have. That's true. Well, hey, oh, hey, I'm. Uh, it's, 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 it's the worst. It's like, you, I don't, you can't, you, whatever. Oh, that's infuriating. But the, the thing with him is I'm, I was waiting for him for years and he came on, I think he might be the same age as me or, or close or whatever. But I remember him in high school. He was this guy, and he, he seemed like a very diff, like he seemed like a super free athletic player, could do everything on the court. And when he's his first few years, he was just everywhere. He was just, you know, he just went nut all the time. Yeah. And coaches got fired because they couldn't they couldn't rein him in. And he was amazing to watch. And then at some point, probably when Phil Jackson got there. He just changed into Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, and it's like, no, be yourself. And even the way he fucking talked was like Michael Jordan, the same cadence, the same, the same. It's like, come on, man. Phil Jackson's latest book. Get out of here. I forget what it's called. He talks a lot about that. He talks a lot about how Kobe was rudderless and that uh, it, it took him a while to warm up to, warm up to him and, a lot of ego, 
like the, he would talk about the practices of there being altercations and cause he just was like pure alpha. He would not all the time. <clears throat> and then, uh, then he, he also does mention how he completely modeled his game after Jordan. It's disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> but the, the, the beauty of it is that a bunch of players have tried. No, they haven't. No, no one's because no, well, because because they want to be them. Can't do they it. Want to be themselves. He literally went in film room. Was like, well, was he successful though? I'm gonna create the same type of game that Jordan aids with, and it's like, come on. Did it work for him though? It looks the same. Oh, he had success with it though. What does that mean? Who gives mm. a shit? Like, fine, it worked. But I'm for, aesthetically, you you were not that player. And you, you literally, I've never seen a situation where someone just literally copied everything from another <laughs> player. I've never seen it except that. But it worked though. Who the fuck, what if the he fuck was, matters if it works? I'm saying that's not the if point. If he was missing shots or wasn't winning, then it would be like, dude, stop trying to be no, that. No, it didn't matter. Everyone was still like, you're, it's the same thing. Don't do that. Be yourself. And he never was. And I still don't think he's himself. He just wants to model him. It's like, you know what? You're never going to be Michael Jordan because you raped a woman. And if he did, he never got caught. <laughs> it seems like your hatred of Kobe is similar to mine <laughs> of LeBron. <laughs> no, I don't I don't have any hatred for him. What bothers me is he copied Michael Jordan. And he was a plenty good player without copying. And that's yeah. the crazy thing because it's like two halves of a career. It's like one half, he's just wild and free. And they still won those championships. Before him. So and you're not going to credit Shaq for those? And then when he did the 24 thing, it's like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't own a Kobe jersey, actually. I've been wanting one. There are, he has a Jordan set of eights that sell for like $3,000. What is what is it? What is that? I don't know what that is. Jordan. Uh, he has, so Jordan's shoes are numbered one through whatever. Got it. I know that. The number eight. Okay. Kobe has a special limited edition run of that, and it's white but has Laker colors. But it's a super rare shoe. I think it's only a uh, friends and family player edition. And every now and then they pop up, but they're like going for crazy money. <laughs> I would buy it if my wife would let me, which she won't. You got to take some more photos of uh, Beef Ragu. Yeah. I mean, Wild Boar <laughs> I'll take a few more photos of that. It was so delicious. I bet it was. It was super, super good. Well, Steve, thank you so much for talking to me. You said we brought it back in with the ragu. <laughs> I did that, by the way. You didn't do that. My back hurts from carrying this thing. No, I'm waiting for. I, I'm looking forward to my third beer. There's and, no more of this one left. By and the way. this is where Danny would have said, "You should have brought more in before we started." I hope he's okay. He's somewhere. Hope it's all right. Danny, uh, email me. You don't have to call me. Email. That'll work. Or smoke signals if he's on a mountaintop. I doubt that. I couldn't see it. That's how you would track wolves. Don't do smoke <laughs> signals, Danny. Don't do smoke signals. Just email. Just text just text Carlos. <laughs> Carlos, what's your number? <laughs> well, thank you, Steve. New Yorker Steve. New York. Who loves Seattle. Uh, if you see Queens, if you see a, a black dude and a Mexican dude with powdered wigs on, 
having a lively conversation Come at any hello. <laughs> at any random bar in Seattle. <laughs> Come say hello. <laughs> Come say hello. Uh, well, thank us. you. And will you come back? Yeah, I'm around. We have to talk about other stuff. I want to talk about the sneaker thing. I my was I was thing? about to get ramped up. About when my you sneakers? said sneakers cost three thousand dollars. I was about to lose it. Oh, Eminem has a Jordan Four that goes for about twenty five thousand dollars. That's that's came into my head. I remember, I, I forget what the fours are. I, I don't know the I know they're all numbered. I don't know what they all look like. Yeah, but. I was thinking all these different styles are just creating more marketing capability. So that's why Jordan's a billionaire. Well, that's like I think because he because he uh, could dunk. Well, that's a big chunk. Well, yes. Although, and, and by the way, he's actually what drives me crazy. He's got football uniforms now. Oh, he has everything. He has yeah. motorcycle. He has. He had a motorcycle team. He has. Like every like soccer, like every sport has a Jordan no, what's, part to it. What's infuriating is, and I know we're going over time, is when I look at the football jersey, because Michigan has it, I think uh Oklahoma uh Sooners have it. Yeah. And Oregon probably. No, they're just Nike. Okay. I think Oregon I think Oregon and, and Jordan, Nike and Jordan are separate in that right. way. <clears throat> but it's a football uniform and it's the jump man. Why wouldn't he be kneeling? Ooh, did you see this play? <laughs> Not la- two weeks ago, maybe the Seahawks was it Doug Baldwin? He goes and tries to hurdle the defender. The defender's he his his foot gets clipped on the defender's shoulder, flips him, and then lands like Spider Man. I you told me about that. I didn't see it. Oh, I'll show. We'll, we'll see. We gotta see. I still we gotta seen see. It. He lands like Spider Man, and then still gets like another three yards keeps on going probably the best football play i'm starting to watch more football now actually <laughs> and, and before we close the one cool thing i actually really like about the jordan brand and this i think he was the first non jordan brand athlete was jeter right <laughs> and i thought it was so cool and it was it's it sounds you know hypocritical for me to like kill football i'm like baseball's great <laughs> But it was just cool because because Jeter is is Jeter, but it was one of those things like oh that makes sense like pick like hand pick the athletes you want right, and it's only like four. I think it's Chris Paul, Roy Jones Jr. was one right like originally. I've been looking for some Roy Jones Jr. boxing cleat uh, shoes for a while. They're hard to find. And then Jeter was another one, and I think maybe there's another NBA athlete. Ray Allen was one like years ago. But um, yeah, he just like hand Carmelo, pick. was he? No, yeah, I think he still is. No, really? Yeah. Shouldn't it be like uh, have you ever seen the? Do you remember the rapper Big Pun? Yeah, he's dead, right? He is dead. But there's this great mural in Queens, Queens, where <laughs> someone did the jump man, but as Big Pun. Oh, okay. So so, so that should be the Jordan brand logo for Carmelo. <laughs> yeah, because he's a fat shit. Oh. Carmelo broke is a major disappointment. Oh, he's the one. Yeah. Yeah, because he's never going to play again because no team's like, like, you couldn't make it work with Houston. Like, why isn't Carmelo, why doesn't he have three rings? Because he never got it. (sighs) He never, like, he never figured out how to make, how to, like, make other players better. Yeah, just me, 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 me. Just, but I don't even, I don't even know it was selfish because 
you don't get to that point unless you are selfish. Right. But at some point, you've got to figure out, okay, I'm the best player team. on the team. But, like, I've got to make sure these guys do their jobs, like, yeah. figure it out. He's not. A, they cut him, right? Houston cut him. They did. So he's no the, man's land. And the sad thing is now he's posting videos of himself working, like, working out. Like, he did it the season. He's done it every summer. Where he puts, so they call him Hoodie Mellow. Yeah. Because he has a hoodie, because he's in a gym, and he's usually playing with other NBA players, and they'll post it on social media, and it'll be like pickup games. And he's like looking crisp and limber and like hitting jump shots, you know, doing all these moves, and it's Hoodie Mellow. And and now he's Hoodie Mellow, but he's by himself, and no teams want him. Like, that's that's a sad way to go out. Yeah. It is. But he's got $30 million this year. Mm. So it's not terrible. No, not too terrible. Gold bond. Gold bond. Brooklyn. Queens. <laughs> See, I messed that up already. You did. That was a well, What do I know? <laughs> the same gotta, Mount Baker. You got to stick the landing. <laughs> All right, Steve, we're out of time. Our producer is telling us to hurry it up. Although he is shaking a beer at me, so that means I got a beer waiting for me. That's fair. Uh, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. And we'll see you guys later. Adios. <laughs>